Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You but with good credits. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Karen, Sean, how are, how are those stock investments? How, how are your investments going? You guys invested? You guys so in the bad. They're so bad. <laughs> My investments are tanking. Sean, yeah, it's not you, good. How did you pass the interview to co-host two black guys with good credit? Yeah, what were we think? Were we taking mushrooms or something? Well, how did we get this girl in this show? She's so bad. She's this. Like, how did you make the cut? We had so many applicants, thousands upon thousands want to take this. So seat. many applicants. So Karen, many. I know, and I beat Karen, them all out with my average credit, out. average credit, and my finance and my my investments. That I'm going to be honest with you guys. And your your meh, your meh investments. I know. <laughs> like, how did you know we? What that's, that that's generous. It's generous. It's a strong word for how my investments are doing. They are not doing great. And I'm going to be fair to myself. Are yours in this economy? We get out of town. Well, why don't we set the level set and tell people what today's topic is? We're really talking about why people choose to not invest in the stock market. What's holding Thank people you. back? Thank you. What, I what feel are the seen. fear the fear factors? Like why are people not in the market? And I'll give a little <laughs> a little uh stat to start off with. 75% of people with household incomes under forty thousand dollars per year do not have any money in the stock market. Eleven percent of people with a hundred thousand dollars in yearly income do not have any money invested in the stock market. So Clearly, there's a drastic difference when, you know, the income, higher income and lower income in terms of people invested in the stock market. But I guess our real question here is, why do we think people, I guess maybe people just don't think they can afford it. But what, what are your thoughts, Karen? Why Wait, Karen, people- okay, you're, you fit the first segment, under $40,000 <laughs> oh, a year. No. Why aren't you in the stock market? <laughs> first of all, first of all, I am in the stock market. Here's, you want to know the sadder point? I am in the stock market. It's just not going great for me. I got on board. Here's the thing. I'm in the stock market. I'm in the crypto market a little bit, and neither one of them Karen, is doing that's a well. Bad word now. That's a I know. It's a toxic word. It, and neither one of them is doing well. Um, and... The truth, here's the thing. I invested when I, I invest when I have money, okay? And my, my money ebbs and flows. You know, I do creative work, so it is what it is. And when I can afford it, I do it because I think that the stock market always goes up, but sometimes I can't. And, you know, a lot, 41% of all Americans, 41% have no money in the stock market. Main reason, 
is they can't afford it. And I get it. I'm, or they you know, think I, they can't afford it. Or they think they can't afford it. And I get that. And also, you know, I have no responsibilities. It's just me, no mortgage, no car, no kids. So if you have those things and you're like, I got to feed this kid. I tried I gotta to make you baby mama number four, Karen, but you just really And, and I refuse because I, I prefer to buy stocks. And <laughs> <laughs> however, even people who do have money to put in the stock market, and sometimes when I do, they are leery about it and don't want to invest their money because it's so volatile as we're seeing now. I think one of the main problems for this reason people don't invest or they think they can't afford it. I think we've done a poor job of just educating our country, our population. We teach people stuff in school, in elementary, junior high, high school, and college Facts. to get your degree. They don't, they should be teaching this, you know, there should, there should be, you know, like clean teaching people. Mandatory. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Let let's be real. Let's call a thing a thing. They don't want people to have to. They don't want the average person I to be agree. educated like that. They don't. They yeah. want to keep that knowledge Who's for slavery. That's why the man. The man. The man. Who's the man? Are you? Do you? Can I email the man? It's the like, government. No, why it? do you think? Can, you can, can we? Can we be honest? It, the government runs the schools and the government and people who work for the government on high levels make a lot of money from the stock market. So now, it's, uh, it's not a head scratcher. We're going to sit around and scratch our heads and go, oh, I, I wonder why Nancy Pelosi doesn't want everyone to have the same information she does. It's because people want to make money and it has to come. Or I wonder why Mitch McConnell people. doesn't want everyone to have the information that he does. Because there's not money. It's finite. It's a finite resource. Man, they have man, a lot of money. Somebody's got to have less money. So it's our job, two black guys with good credit plus Karen Margolis, to educate people on how to make money in the stock market. However, some people choose not to, and that's legit as well. You know, people, fundamentally, the stock market is just a legal form of gambling. At the end of the day, you can study and do all the research homework on a certain company and things, and there's so many outliers that can affect it. Like, who knew a year ago that Elon Musk would buy Twitter? And, you know, even let me even give you a little back. I just want to go... I'm just so like, just fumed about this. And, you know, it's a little <laughs> bit off topic, but on topic. Okay. I'm just going to talk a little bit something current and make the show current. I'm going to talk about our good friend, Elon Musk. Right. This is what the man and people get to do that we don't have the privilege of doing and how they manipulate the market and how I don't even like the stock market because of it. So okay. let's just, get, I'm going to give two minutes a little bit on this whole Twitter thing with Elon Musk, if I may. Okay. So he bought Twitter for $44 billion. Okay. And he bought, he used $16 billion of his own money, and the rest he got through loans, okay? Banks, places that you and I go that have to pay, the, that would never get a, more, a loan that high. But he was able to get a multiple banks to, to support his venture, okay? All right? But remember, Longo, he was upset then because when he made a deal that Twitter was in tanking it, then it kind of tanked, and he tried to get out of the deal. And it was so funny that he, he all of a sudden changed his mind and says, you know what, I'm just going to go through with this deal. So he went through with the deal. And then owning a company for two weeks, you know what he says he's going to do? He fired, he's going to fire half the, sta- the staff initially, and th- to me, intentionally trying to tank the company. And he's put it out there in the public that he's contemplating filing for bankruptcy. Now, to me, and what does that say? Basically, when you file for bankruptcy, you only have to pay whatever the bankruptcy court says, maybe pennies on the dollar back to the debtors. So he borrowed, like I said, $26 billion, okay? And he may only have to pay a fraction of that back. So he okay, stole. Okay, so what does that have to do with the stock market? He also, stole. Also, this seems like something billions, Sean Linda would uh, normally celebrate. Somebody no, he stole <laughs> billions of dollars, and it's not even punishable. It's not even. He's not even getting reprimanded. So he played this the game. You don't. You, you don't applaud this, Sean Linda. And so no. So like, if I had now get back to the stock market. So 
is this textbook written that a guy could do this, tank a company, file bankruptcy, and then the, top, the stock's going to tank? But you know what he's going to do? Once he files bankruptcy, he's going to restructure that company, maybe call it Twitter, um, Twitter Tesla, will form a new LLC or incorporated, <laughs> have no debt, and then be able to rise up. In 10 years, we'll talk about how great this man was when he really just played the system. And this is why I don't like the stock market. But why can't you play the system, let Twitter tank, buy on a dip, and then wait for them to restructure the company and make it Twitter whatever, Twitter Twitter 2.0, and then watch the stock rise because now they're debt-free and whatever you just said. Karen, I know my voice may not reflect this because I'm Canadian, but I'm a 6'4 black man with dreadlocks, okay? If I did that... I'd be on Rikers Island and you guys would be interviewing me how I could do something like that. Okay. What are you talking the, about? You can't buy a stock without going to jail no, because you're no, black. I couldn't, do I, I, could, I couldn't do what Elon Musk did. That's it would be all true. over me. That's not I could true. Not tank not a company. You couldn't do that because you don't openly have say I'm going to file for bankruptcy that's, after that's, I bought a company. That's like, that's like, that's like BSing people, misleading, firing. If I fired half the staff, then filed bankruptcy and did not pay Sean, my creditors back. No, I'd be like, they would take back me, my, my. You're money. wild. Your, your, your boy, your boy Matt Smith, and our brother Arlington <laughs> Forbes. We worked for a company that did the very thing you're referring to, but it wasn't the size of Twitter. It was a small black media company. A guy came in and bought it. A black Harvard Ivy League inv- investment kind of guy. He basically bought it just to bankrupt it. And do, there's people who do this. This is not this is not unheard of. There's people who make money. They they basically buy your company to to, to kill it. Yep, it's like a thing. Not to be bad. too specific, <laughs> not to be too scientific thing. about it, but because it's a people thing. get hurt. And you and I, the shareholders, the banks, why they charge us? We're going to be paying for it. We're going to be paying for Elon Musk playing the system. I got it. The example I just gave, they owed me quite a bit of money, which I never received. So I'm just saying. And that was a black investor that bought the company and tanked it. So, yeah, I don't think he got perp walked into uh, the prison. So, but anyway. This is why I I believe in real estate. This is why people choose alternative options to invest in. See, I think this is a bad example, Sean. Because this topic. It's my example. I know, but this this show was not why you should not invest in Twitter. And you use Twitter as an example of why you prefer real estate. We know that you love real estate, but we're really trying to – people can also invest in the stock market. You don't have to throw out the baby with the bathwater. Like it's not like it's a – and it's not this a – why people are not investing. For people like Elon Musk of this world, why we're not investing in the market. We're doing other things. Like even now paying down your credit card with high interest rates or mortgages and becoming debt-free. That's man, that, that's alternative that people are looking for rather than paying their money in the market and gambling in a way. So you don't have any money in the market, Sean? I, I do. I mean, I make contributions. Oh, you do? I spread out. But I have it in funds, ETFs, yeah, but it's not like... <laughs> so I do. what are so you what? talking about? Sean's just talking out of his ass for like five minutes. <laughs> Sean, you can't. You you just said it's a game, so you can play the game. You you know you you actually are sort of making your opposite point that if you know a stock's going to tank, and then I, I don't make an opposite point. You play the system, so I'm so Elon Musk gets away point. with a crazy thing, and then you can make money off of it too. That's the whole, where you're making our point. The stock market's crazy. It's legal craziness, and some people don't want to be part of it. I get it. It's 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 Michigana, but. Some people who have some intelligent insights and can act on those um, can make a lot of money. 
Okay. Well, what are the consequences just, of okay, opting let me, out? Let me cover Let me just say one more thing, Matt. I, I don't mean to cut you off. I love you to death. <laughs> I, I just want to make this one point. When you guys are, are guys on me about playing the market, okay? When I have tried, I have a Robinhood account. And when I cherry pick stocks, I get my ass bust. I lose, okay? But when I just do like ETFs, you know, I do mutual funds that are, are an assortment of stocks and funds that the professionals pick is when I, when I do okay, you know, and I'm able to get a little interest every year. So like, when you say I buy stocks, I'm not on there cherry picking stocks because I, I suck at it and most people do suck at it. They just don't, their egos get in the way and they'll admit that they suck on it because maybe they hit one lottery and then they lose 20 others. So let's get it right. When I play the market, it's really just mutual funds and ETFs that I'm just putting weekly contributions in, which I always encourage people to do. But cherry picking, no, I'm horrible. Okay, and that's fair. But I think what we've learned in our conversations over the past few years on this show and and for people who have just been following the market beyond our show just over the course of decades, like if you look at the top stocks or the, you know, the, the top 100 or 200 or the blue chip stocks, if you were to invest or follow the market like over the course of decade after decade, you generally are winning. Isn't that Correct. a fact, Sean? I would yeah, agree so, with that. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I do like weekly contributions and just continue. And I don't even know, I don't want to know if it's up or down. I just keep making weekly contributions. Yes. I and, and, and which would make me think a benefit for this particular episode would be for the listener out there who might be either just unaware or maybe fearful because of lack of information. Maybe they just, they weren't brought up with, you know, getting schooled on why they should invest. I, I think if there, if there's a fear factor keeping you out, I do think people should, you know, take a closer look because like what you're getting out of say your savings account or what you're getting out of other ways of, you know, just putting your, your, your money under your mattress. Like I do think that there could be value if you're not ready to buy a home or if, you know, in just ways to use your money. I think people who are fearful, they definitely need to do their due diligence and either listen to episodes like this or, or read up on why, you know, you know, as a, a young investor, or a baby investor, what the benefits of it are. If you were to invest when you're 18 and then fast forward 40 years to see what kind of, you know, how, growth potential you can have versus, like I said, just your garden variety savings account or putting it under your pillow. It's a big difference. Well, that's a good point, because there's there's also other options for investment. You don't have to invest in the stock market. You can invest in real estate. Some people do that by whatever. What's the name for it when you invest in real estate like it's a stock? And some people buy um, real estate we, and just we, wait for it to appreciate. Yes, that's right. And R-I-E-R-E-I, whatever. Yes, that's right. Thank you. And um, and some people just focus on being debt-free, you know, as a way of investing in themselves and paying off high interest debt and mortgages and, you know, and, you know, focusing on building equity and stuff like that. And that, that's reasonable too. You can, there's other ways to do it. Definitely. I wouldn't want the fear factor to keep you from educating yourself on these different paths to, to making money. All right, well, let's move along and, and, you know, this is a, a bit of a quickie show, so let's not go on too long. But, but what are, what, <laughs> that ship has sailed, Matt. <laughs> you're right. But, but what are the consequences of opting out of investing in the stock market? Some people, you know, as as she, Karen, you use the term FOMO. Um, some people <laughs> do have investment FOMO or investment remorse because they missed out on the market, or maybe they didn't take their money out when the the stock was on a high, um, and ended up losing what they gained. You know, so so what do you think about some of the 
the reasons for the fear factor or, or some of the things that turn off people? Yeah, well, it's, I think it's exactly what you said. It's it's so up and down. It's so volatile. And, you know, we life is so crazy. And we have this like desire for some kind of stability and control. And the stock market doesn't really offer that. And it's true, you see people investing in something, and then it shoots up. And you're like, Oh, my God, I missed that. I'm such an idiot. But then you see people who did invest made a bunch of gains, and then it got wiped out. Like, look at the crypto crash, like everybody's freaking out about that. And so you're like, where do I fall in this? You know, do I invest and potentially make money or do I invest and potentially make money and lose money or I just skip it? So the pullout game is important in in the stock market. It's critical. And (laughs) here's the thing, pulling out. Why did you comment, Karen? Can you comment on that? Karen, if I said that, I'd be sick, disgusting. Can you, you I just need you to comment, pause, comment on Max, pause, comment on Max, comment, and then we can continue. I refuse to continue this episode unless you comment on Matt Smith's comment he just made. As you know, as you know, and as I'm sure you're dying to say, but you're letting me say it, pulling out works, but you have to know when to do it. Karen, I have three kids, three child mothers. Yeah, so you don't know how it works. (laughs) Your whole name is weak. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know when to, but but I I really forget at times. But let's just, I digress. (laughs) Yeah, I want to make make some good points too. And and I've actually met with a lot of people and, you know, and I try to advise them certain ways that, that understand that for some people, like the volatility of the market isn't really good for your mental health. And as we know today, the most important thing is to have your mental health together. So you have to know yourself. And I, I, I always say, you know, when I teach these classes, I, I do say you should have money in the market, but I don't want to sit there and wait for it to bring you to this promised land. It should be continuous contributions to the market and a diverse portfolio. I'm not a fan of cherry picking. And then find other alternatives to, to increase your, your net worth. But um, it doesn't mean you failed if your stock market isn't for you. It's, it's a source of where to, to me to have continuous, steady, um, sometimes volatile growth. But in the long run, like Matt said earlier, you will perform well if you just make, you know, I think, well-diverse stock pickings and let the professionals pick for you. Right? So I don't wow, know. That, that sounds was, good. That was really on point. Was We're it? shocked. Yeah. Good job. Good. I didn't even pull out on that one. I went all the way in, Karen, and and just dealt, get one oh, with it. Oh man, see? that's harassment. Who you see? You see? Say? I said that on purpose to see Who how you would react. Matt says whatever he has to say. You know, this show is so. <laughs> I don't even want to say. I don't know. If it's it's discriminated. I don't know. Matt's. I don't know. It's no. It's Matt's black. Black. It, it, it's not guys. racial. Black Canadian Brooklyn guys. Okay. <laughs> it's not racial. It's no. No. It's your personality. It's not. It's <laughs> not. That, it's not race. It's not gender. <laughs> it's personal. <laughs> Did I, I don't even know what I said. That sparked all this. I was really just literally reading. Acceptable. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Something that we all enjoyed. (laughs) All right. Well, while Sean continues to say stuff that's mildly offensive, I think we should take a quick break. The (laughs) OMG. We need to cool off. So done with you. We're uncomfortable. Yeah, we need a break. Exactly. We need a break, and also because we need our investors to uh, give us a little money. So we're going to do a quick, a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more Two Black Guys with Good Credit talking about the stock market. Stay tuned. Black guys. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, we have been discussing why people choose not to invest in the stock market. And it's time for us to give our final thoughts, our takeaways on this topic. I will lead off and just say, I understand for some, you were not born into maybe a whole lot of just institutional knowledge of the stock market. Maybe your parents or your family or people around you weren't in it. So you might have grown up not knowing a lot about it, and that may, there may be a lot of fear of it. But I do think that, and that's a, a big reason why I think some people don't invest, is there's a fear of it or thinking they don't have the money to get into it. I think in 2022, 2023, it's time for you to come out of the fear and just read up, do your research. Even there's things like Robinhood or some of these um, apps where you can kind of learn how to be a baby investor and just read up on how people, how the stock market works. I think education is the key to this and you can start small and work your way up. Acorns, Robinhood, all these things can make it, at least you can get in the game, stick your foot in the water and keep reading up on it because I think long-term there's way more benefits and the fear is just holding you back from winning in investment. So that's my two cents uh, as I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you don't know about the stock market, maybe you need to change up how you're looking at it, do some research. I'm Matt Smith for Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and I'm out. And I'm Karen Margolis for Two Black Guys with Good Credit. And I I think that, you know, I've heard, I've read, and I've also kind of seen, I guess, in my very short life, that investing is a long game, right? And then investments, unless the place stops existing, investments almost always increase in value over time, outpacing the rate of inflation, almost always. And that's why, you know, call me crazy. I still believe in Bitcoin. Like that, I know that's a separate topic. It's a whole other show, but I'm saying the point is the same, that it's it's a long game. And if you're even month to month, year to year, if you're checking your position, you know, on a certain stock, I mean, we go through recessions, we come out of them. These things are not just year, two year, three year cycles. We're talking about like 10 year cycles. And so my financial strategy, because I'm not a day trader and I'm not, I don't come from institutional knowledge and I don't have an, you know, professional investor working for me is I buy what I believe in. You know, if something's interesting to me or I personally think it's, you know, the, the, whatever's behind it is, is really solid. 
I'll buy into that and then I'll just wait. And I think that works out. And as I always say, it doesn't matter what you did. It actually literally doesn't matter. It matters what you do next. My name is Karen Margolis and you can find me on social, K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S, wherever you want. And I'm out. And I'm Sean Linda, the better half of two black guys with good credit. And I'd just like to say that Yes, investing in the stock market, I should, I think, should be part of your investment strategy, but you're not your overall strategy. Should be not your get rich quick scheme. I think it's something long term, like Karen and both, Matt both said, and that you should be active. And I think you should let the professionals do it for you. Um, find a fund, find a find a mutual fund or ETF, and invest in that and make weekly contributions. That's my take. And then you know, I always say the best thing to invest in is you. Exploit yourself. Find whatever you do and try to do it exceptionally well. Make yourself part of that 99 percentile of what you do better than everybody else. And then leverage that and monetize that. Right. What does that mean? That if you're good at being a comedian like Karen is, she puts all of her effort into it and she's monetizing that. You're good at being a producer. You put all of your energy into and you're monetizing that. But then the money that you make from that, you should still put some of it into the market. Life is short. Do what you do best. But be good at it. You know, I always say I may not be the smartest in something, but nobody outworks me. <laughs> so you just you state the obvious. I, yeah. I outwork everybody. <laughs> I'm up at 530. You will not outwork me. That's my attitude. You may be smarter, but I'm going to catch up to you. You Nobody outworks me. And I stand by that. You're not going to outwork me. And I just believe in that. Outwork them and you'll prevail. True. You do not even have to be bright. Just outwork them. <laughs> Before when you guys are Exhibit when you guys are, I'll be up at five thirty, ready to go again. I'm not being outworked by anybody. So that's my attitude. But doing what I love and do what you love because life is short. I'm, I'm laughing proud. at you, but I'm lazy, and I I agree with you 100. percent It's it's the word working at it is where it's at. It's a, your your time and energy is your number one resource. You're not going to outwork me. You're not going to invest in yourself. You know, I always say a lot of people are dream killers. Nobody should tell you what to do. You just got to make sure you're doing it better than anybody else. And, and as a side, you invest in the market. Do other things. I didn't invest in the stock market the way I should have. When I, in my earlier years, I was just aggressive with real estate. But I, if I had to look back, I wish I would continue to make continuous contributions and I'd be that much more wealthier than what I already am. Thank you guys for tuning in to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. We love you. Love the, the, uh, enjoy the holiday season. And uh, we'll Matt, we got to shout out these people that are writing these great articles about us. And we're not even acknowledging them. I'm going to acknowledge one, somebody I just read an article she wrote on October 8th. It's a great article. Thank you. Um, what's, thank you for writing top seven black financial literacy podcasts that you'll change, will change your money game. Um, it was a great article by Shalom Nagwingli Okapabi. I'm not sure if I got it right, but the great article <laughs> you wrote about us. Everybody should check it out. It's in spotcovery.com. We appreciate all these great articles that people write about our show that we love to give to you guys. And, you know, it's great. We enjoy it. And I love my team. I truly do. All right, that's it. I'm out. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.